listening to what you shouldn't see. This is Nigh Unwatchable. And I am record, and I did a little clap. And hi there, bubbies. Hello. Um. Oh my God, it's it's been it's been I'm rusty. I'm rusty. You take a couple weeks off and you forget your entire uh, single job, which my job is just to show up and to say the one <laughs> sentence that I'm currently flubbing. Uh, I think what I usually say is welcome to Night Unwatchable, the show where we watch bad shit so that you don't have to. Uh, that's Chris Wyden. I'm Harrison Stewart. I usually say it kind of funny. But we need to we need to get into it because we were having such a good conversation rolling into recording that we just had to capture it. It's true. And we're talking also, about also <laughs> for the listener, we both huh? like we both just rolled out of bed. So just so yes. there take take that context in mind with today's episode. <laughs> Why? I think it's <laughs> I think it's gonna be great. I say that's not a sprite. Open, you said you're gonna go get a sprite. This isn't a sprite. Yeah, you said no, you were gonna go get a sprite. I did, and then you'll recall I couldn't find the sprite. Oh, Chris. I do recall this now. Yeah. I so I grabbed a miniature Coca-Cola, uh, which is dangerous. You would think that it encourages you to drink less Coke. Not so. It just makes you want to. Mm. So here's to one. Here's to one, Bubby. Delicious. But we were talking about mm. diet sodas and how you have to make a different health calculation with those because it's bad for you in a different way. Chris brought up Stevia and which, what, uh, go ahead and plug that brand that. Zevia? I think it's like the only Zevia. soda brand that is flavored with the, with the Stevia extract. Um, but what is the, it's, it's the creamy root beer. You said oh yeah. Really the good. creamy, I, we were talking about how much sugar root beer has in it because Harrison was remarking on a A and W he, uh, he imbibed last night yes. and, uh, and I was like, 84% you know, of your daily sugar. Whoa. That is yes. too much. Arguably any sugar is a hundred percent of your daily sugar since we don't really need like sugar <laughs> we need some sugar yeah beside like, the point uh, I, i'm just saying I, the I sugar our saying. bodies get yes. we don't need from sugar cane it's not the good <laughs> right it's not the good time now <laughs> we synthesized it to its worst form um but oh, yes anyway. i yeah. i it's, believe it's the root beer i think people should I, try it out and i think i think that the reason for that is probably and I also think that this would apply to like a, a Dr. Zevia. I don't know what they call it, but I think that's exactly what you, they call it. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Probably. But I think that the reason that it would work really well for those two is that those are like weird flavors. And there's also a lot going on in both of those sodas. It's not, it's not a straight up, flavor like dr pepper is just like an explosion of weird shit all at the same time so it kind of masks each other so you i know? think that's probably why both of those they're mm. such like specific and overwhelming flavors that like 
the stevia just kind of slips in him you know he's there if you really try i'm sure you can taste him but you know he's yeah he's you're right subtle sassafras takes over and it 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 has to it's a good is, point is that that's i don't really beer is sassafras is sassafras that's real yeah that's real i didn't know that <laughs> is it a fun to say though sassafras uh, Sass- sassafras is so fun to say i was about to say the only thing i know sassafras from is that animated cat that says it uh but he doesn't say that he says suffering succotash so this entire aside i've just forced us on i thought you were gonna uh, go with lady dynamite but mm-hmm. have you seen lady dynamite it was that no. like, two seasoned canceled netflix show but it was actually really funny with maria bamford if anyone's a comedy fan, Maria Bamford's one of those been around forever, super kooky comedians who like became, she initially like, she had been around and in stuff, but she became huge in America when she became for a few years, the spokesperson of Target. She was like the crazy Target lady. Ah. Um, but she is so, she is like really, her like shtick with comedy is like being very like awkward and weird and like small, but like not awkward in like your typical sense. It's like so weird that it's awkward kind of thing. It's, it's very fun, but she had a show called Lady oh. Dynamite and in it, yes. there's like a weird random segment. Cause the show is like very all over the place and absurd where like a commercial happens that is like totally apropos of nothing, not like part of the universe, but it's just like Maria Bamford walking around like briefly. I don't even remember what she's doing. I think she's literally just like going to a store or something. And it's just like Sassafras lady, Sassafras. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I am only going to think of that for the rest of my life when I drink root beer. And it has not stopped <laughs> since well, whenever that show came out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Maria Bamford, for, for, for this, among other things. Uh, Chris, I believe I lied at the top of the show. Uh, some, we, we, we usually watch shit. We did not this week. We didn't. Uh, we well, I, I, we should probably change the tagline at some point because this show has really gotten into all kinds of content, and now we're talking about political stuff again. Half the sodas. time, sodas, sodas, yeah, yeah. We'll have to. Who who knows what this show is anymore? It's an ever evolving beast. It's like a soup that you never clean the pot for. It's one of those soups where like every time it gets low enough, you just mm. like add new shit in, and you're like, what kind of soup it is? Like, eh. Originally, it was like a pea soup, but like now, there's just stuff in it that's like hot and now, wet. <laughs> now, it's a pea soup, well, but with two E's. Mm. We're, we're pissing off. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't have a follow-up for that. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, hot and ready. Come get your soup. Oh. We've got a, a soup, a soupy soup of, I mean, I don't know. Do you, of an sh- episode. Sh- sh- should we jump, a soupy soup of an episode. Should we mm-hmm. jump right into uh, the bad content? Is there any, is there any news that you want to, I mean, do we want to talk about maybe Alabama? Let's do worth a, talking about? Let's do a smattering. Let's do it because ah. they're. There's shit that's happening. I was looking at the news on the toilet this morning. 
Sorry. Oh. Not in my mic. I was saying, for the listeners who couldn't hear me, I was looking at the news on the toilet this morning. This is Dr. Fraser Crane. Um, uh, hard, been... hard to say what's the worst thing going on. The news, <laughs> the news was uh, not happy today. It looks like Ukraine is like kind of losing the war. Yeah. Uh, everyone is now uh, all the powers that be that were pro uh, Palestinian genocide. Obviously, they would not frame it that way. But I would frame it as not being openly anti-Palestinian genocide makes you pro-Palestinian genocide. So Biden and Rishi Sunak and and all these leaders who were supporting the genociding of Palestinians are still supporting that genociding, but are now like less... They're calling names! Yeah, now now they're doing it begrudgingly, so... There's that makes me still sad, but like I guess that's a step forward several many months too late. Um, I don't know. I'm like I'm in in my mind. I I don't know what I want to talk about more. There's Nikki Haley about to lose South Carolina. There's yeah. hold on. You said the Alabama thing. What am I doing? I'm too tired to lead this. Go. I'm following your lead, baby. No. Oh I, shit. That was my plan. Um. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucking insane that <laughs> a. I don't know. <laughs> where, 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 if you don't, if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, the state, the, the state of Alabama, uh, the Supreme Court specifically said that frozen embryos now are people. An insane here here's what's extra insane about that is it's that decision is from an 1800s law like however i don't know what the law is but that was like the a throwaway piece of information i heard in the news the other day listening to to whatever npr report about it and they were like yeah right. and like like the judge decided based on some like 1880 something law that like this was I was like maybe that is also like what is happening why is anyone looking at an 1880s law to figure out what frozen embryos are <laughs> with things they did not have in the 1880s <laughs> I mean it's like Come on, it, like obviously you're being an ass. Like if if we just obviously. like if we reduce the world to like just being like people hanging out in a bar, you're being an asshole, judge. Like what are you? Like nobody cares. They're like technically blah 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 blah. It's like no no. We we all know how the world works, and it's not that way. What are you fucking doing? Like, it, it. I mean, like it's really they keep. They keep pushing it back and back and back and back until they're finally like, you know what? Just having a uterus. Having a uterus means that the government, we actually own that and can tell you what to do with that at all times. Like, I mean, they're just getting closer and closer to that goal. It honestly feels like that. I'm a little shocked. It is like that. (laughs) It feels like that because it is like that. It is. I mean, you're right. It's creeping closer and closer to like, I, it wouldn't be shocking. I know that there are like most extreme part of the Republican party. were like suggesting legislation in like Texas or something that just like makes women property. Like it would not, 
Like that, it does it would, seem like that is like a logical next step for the extremists to go in because they're running out of other places to go. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Which I'm not laughing at because I think it's funny. It's just like, no, like, Chris, what? our, our, our <laughs> listen, our, our podcast description clearly says that mm-hmm. we are bringing nervous laughter to the news. I don't this think is it says all that nervous anymore. laughter. <laughs> Well, it's I, still there. Is it really? I, Are you? Did you I look think, it up the I other think day? So. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I listened to a, 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 some of a fairly recent episode, uh, and then of course I stopped because it, it you recorded it. You know but, what happened in the episode. You, you, you Chris, Chris, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, it just it. So there's the 1800s part of it, right, to this ruling. But also mm-hmm. there there is a an incredibly troubling detail about this ruling, in addition to just the absurdity on its face of it. Just the obvious, like you were saying, where it's like, no, 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 no. There, there, there are things that we can agree on. And I think I thought, we could all agree that, like, in vitro fertilization is not morally problematic in yeah. the ways that you're trying to cast it as as this, ugh, because it, it and, 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 like, the, the root case that this was deciding, really, the question was over, like, liability over an accident that happened at, like, in uh is is i'm sorry uh, this is terrible is the acronym i ivf in vitro for, yes an ivf facility um it, it was like trying to decide who was responsible for that right and then they came out with like this like part of their opinion was <laughs> this is murder just shy of saying <laughs> no chris that's the thing they came just shy of saying this is murder I mean, like that time where you knock something off a table, that was murder. (laughs) That was murder. Because if we butterfly effect this uh, and game it out, somehow that could have Rue Goldberg machined down and killed the president. You're a traitor to your country, Chris. (laughs) We're stringing you up. No, uh, the the troubling part about, I mean, there's lots troubling about it, but one in particular, and one very brazen part of it to me is that it wasn't in the decision itself, but the uh, the Supreme or the uh, the Chief Justice wrote like co-authored uh, uh, what do you call it in an, in assenting whatever it is when it, you're, you're like agreeing concurrence. Thank you. Uh, in that he cites as like part of his legal reasoning for agreeing with this decision that to do otherwise would be to incur the wrath of a holy and just god that's in that that's just blatantly in several parts he's like i am doing this because essentially my god demands it of me it's like put that is not your job that, but you're you're right. <laughs> I mean, holy shit! Uh, that's like the least cool way for me to say that. But like, 
dude, not your job. <laughs> not even, not even kind of your job, and also very much not your job. Part like, if part of your job description is you can't do that thing. <laughs> that is, you have to separate these two things. That meanwhile you're over there like go on there, kiss. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, state, you're naughty. I like it when you get it on with religion. Mine specifically. Ooh. Yeah, it oh. is. It's hard. It's it's interesting the t- the level and disparity of nonsense that that we're dealing with here because it it's it's it was it's part of what makes I think our our collapse and like the potential for like our Syrian-esque civil war so so bizarre is I just like there are so many potential types of crazy that mm-hmm. people could be and and are in positions of power that are just like wow when this it, when this like starts really splintering apart the demagogues are just all over the place like I just like don't know like because that is a crazy that like even crazy not all crazy republicans like like the it's it's funny to me how like republicans now have these crazy people where it's just like they in in majority don't don't like what they're doing but like have decided to keep them around because you know I'm using air quotes now like anything's better than a democrat or whatever it's just yeah. like what what like you how is this helpful you're just like you're no no i <laughs> like I, I don't have anything smart to say because there's nothing it doesn't seem like i should have to have a smart retort for this because the retort is like just why <laughs> why are we doing this like <laughs> so i i typically i compare it Trumpism specifically, but like the factionalism that you're talking about, I've compared it to like religion before. But one of my friends, I, I kind of like his comparison better. He compares it to like your hometown sports team. Where it's like, yeah, even if they're fucking terrible, like you can't be a fair weather fan. Like that is, it has developed at the point that you just root for the team, no matter what the team is fucking doing. And you'll excuse it however you need to do it because to do otherwise would be to be a bad team member. And you can't do that. I mean, it's to be a bad member of your community, a bad member of your church, a bad member, you know, like, like X, Y, and Z. I mean, this is, this isn't a culture where preachers are literally telling people from the pulpit who to vote for. And I, and also, I mean, quite frankly, some of that does happen both on the, the democratic side as well. Of course I mean, it like I, I, if it's happening I, on one side, it's automatically going to happen on the other. Like it's true, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I feel pretty safe as I, as I do with most instances like this, or it's like it's on both sides. Like, yes, true, absolutely. Can you admit it's a bit worse on one side? Um, yeah, it, it's like I'm, I am, I'm happy to talk about how problematic everything the democratic party does but oh, yeah it's, yeah it's like that's its own conversation it's obviously preferable to the like crazy christian fascist 
capitalist thing like that's happening on the right where you have like this fusion of Christian fascism with very non-religious just authoritarianism like the fact I still can't get over and I understand it and we don't need to talk about it because it's been talked to death across like every news organization but the fact that Trump is consistently the pick of of these people is just like Mm -hmm. how how like how did this is the least religious man that you have chosen to be like your god king for this like push and i get it i understand that it is the push into christian fascism and that they there is kind of for the real christian fascists in america for the ones who are identifying themselves as christian fascists like it's not that they want Trump. It's that they want who comes after Trump. They want Trump to get us through the doorway into wow. this territory. And then there will be, because they everyone knows Trump is old. Like, he's going to die soon. And then there will be this fascist thing that we can, like, push, which he's already doing a lot of. But, but you know, he's not... He can't be the ideal leader for them. I wouldn't. Think. I think... I think... I think... I guess I don't know. You're right on, like, the higher-ups... In like like the action like the Steve Bannons that are like actively trying to like shape popular opinion more towards like an authoritarian or certainly strongman oligarchical type of system. Yeah, I get that, but at the same time, I think a lot of the people lower on the totem pole. A lot of it comes down to they were willing to accept anything about Trump because of the Supreme Court when it would give them, and it did. I mean, that like Roe v. Wade is the thing that most of them professed as like the top issue that they wanted to see done. And I think that they want to go back to him now, both to A, reward him for giving them that, but also because they just can't, you know, they've been standing by everything that he's done for this long. Like they can't, they can't just say, I, like you said, to say I was, yes, to say yeah. I was wrong at this point is to say I was wrong about a lot of stuff that happened back there as well. And I can't, I, I just can't be that wrong for that many years. I'm good. I've, I've made my bet. It's you my made team. Your bet. And I wish, yeah. honestly, I wish people... I've bought the jersey. I've bought the jersey. It's on, I, you know. I'm sure there are people who, like, are, like, at least somewhat self-aware of that in themselves. I just wish more people were. Because yeah. I also, I mean, we can't discount the reality that this country, along with most, um, <clears throat> most like, countries of, of Europe and, and the Americas, it's like we're we're increasingly addicted to entertainment and mm-hmm. and that's that's just a fact like we just are like i mean the amount of time we spend i mean look at look at you now listener <laughs> what are you doing right now um, oh, <laughs> like we're laying just... into me and chris's capitalistic schemes Ooh. you are but like i mean you know, it's like when you're not listening to music or a podcast, you're watching TV or you're on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. And it's like, yeah, Chris, it's it's not Chris. shocking. We we like the reality show TV president who like makes 
the presidency like a reality TV show. I mean, yep. while it was petrifying for four years, and I'm not excited for the next four, it's like it it was undeniably um, entertaining. Not in like an I'm an amused entertaining way, but like I couldn't take my eyes off of it. No, like, it was... in like a, but in like a horror movie where like you do get a certain rush from just being like, oh my God, we stand on the precipice and this man is just like, is this the cliff? Is this the cliff life right here? And we're all like, oh my God, get away from it. Please get away from it. Get away from what? This cliff? Is, is, is it? Oh my God, he's looking over it. Oh, he's so rotund. He's so, how is he leaning that far over it and still not? Yeah. I mean, there is Amazingly, something... Humpty Trumpty did not have a great big fall, but we'll, uh, well see. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who you ask. <laughs> Humpty Trumpty. Uh, I do. I Yeah, thank you. I I st- I say we just call the episode Humpty Trumpy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, title excellent. Work that's done. The All right, news. Well, I guess that's the episode. We found our title. Goodbye. Listen. <laughs> Wait. Uh, that was a joke. I've not. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I guess it. I mean, I don't long know enough to do a short episode. I didn't mean to to fool you. Yeah, well, you fooled me. Uh, we because we still need to talk mm. about the best film ever. Best film ever. It's Madam Web. No, right. we, we didn't right. watch it. We I did was not like, watch it. I was like, what are we? What was it again? <laughs> we did not watch. Well, I gave you a lot of. Um, suggestions that I'm yeah, Harrison's built to. up our calendar of material to uh, <laughs> to do quite quickly it's... this week <laughs> oh it's bad it's gonna be bad um but we we I the reviews for at for Madam Web are just hilarious so we're gonna read a couple of them can you tell I mean, I totally uh-huh. know what Madam Webb is, but for our stupid listener who doesn't the, know, could you uh, tell me, I mean them, wh- mm-hmm. what uh, what it is uh, about? Nope. Damn it. Uh, be- because, <laughs> because I, this does not appear to be following anything that I'm familiar with about, like... I know the character Madam Web. She's a Spider-Man character. She, her thing is that she's an old lady, an old blind lady that sits at like kind of the center of the universe and like observes all threads of like reality. And wow, that is a much cooler she, character explanation than I was prepared for. Well, that that's the thing is that when i saw the trailer for madam web i didn't know what it was for because it's so like different from what i'm used to about madam web um and apparently it was not great not great 
don't even know what's I, out right now. I'm so behind on the movies. So it's out. It's like it exists in the world for people to see. It is apparently out. It apparently exists in, I think it came out on either Valentine's Day or something like that. Um, I think, first of all, one of my favorite things about the reviews for Madam Web are, or is that Pepsi is mentioned a few times. Wow! Like, like the there trailer? are at least no, or like in, in the, the reviews, reviews, people. That's how much product placement there is. Is that there was so much? <laughs> there was so much product placement that out of the, let's see how many reviews there are. Uh, there are like a hundred and I just had it up. It was like 143. Are we on Rotten Tomatoes or We're on Rotten Tomatoes? Okay. Out of are we looking at critical reviews? Or are we looking at a mix? We're looking at all reviews out of 215 reviews. Six of those reviews <laughs> mentioned Pepsi. So while, while it's by no means a large percentage, it is a, it's, it's more than once. It's more than once. Shocking that, that six different people <laughs> felt it noteworthy. Six different people <laughs> decided there is so much Pepsi. I mean, that's in not Madam small. One. I feel like that's like that's what is that? Like four percent, something around there. That's like well, not and also, <laughs> I should also say that uh, I can't possibly know who else mentioned Pepsi in those two hundred and fifteen reviews. Because that's just the six I could find from the snippets on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. So potentially, there's even more mentions of Pepsi. That's true. I forget the Rotten Tomatoes reviews are not the entire reviews. <laughs> Actually, um, yes, I, I often forget that as well. Uh, 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 True Detective. Ha- this is not a spoiler in the slightest. True Detective Season 4. Uh, so Night Country. Jodie Foster. Not very Fuck good. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I like Jodie Foster. Good luck to you. Um, oh, no. <laughs> my, no. No, 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 no. Good luck. Um, there is a part where this is some of the funniest product placement I, I, I've ever seen. Someone is in jail. Another character goes up and like offers a drink through the door. And she's like, you know, I hate Pepsi. <laughs> And then, like, something else is said, and she ends up taking it anyway. I'm like, they had to get Pepsi's approval (laughs) in order to set the lines. You know I hate Pepsi. But you'll notice she does end up taking the fucking Pepsi. That's so fascinating. I mean, I'm surprised that (laughs) Pepsi was, like, game for their advertisement to include the phrase, hate Pepsi. (laughs) I, you know, I guess they're playing by the any news is good news. uh, uh, Or any press is is good press, whatever. I mean, they are, like, the biggest soda brand in the world, so that makes sense. It does. It does. They're probably just like, it doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) We're around whether you hate us or not. (laughs) Ugh. It's true. Uh, so anyway, right. Madam Web so, is a is a Pepsi ad, apparently, among other things. Let's let's start with Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun Times. It gives me no pleasure to report this because 
we could use some fresh and original superhero adaptations on the big screen these days. We could use a break from superhero adaptations on the big screen. I agree. Today. I agree with that. I agree. <laughs> Richard. Uh, but the Dakota Johnson starring Madam Web is one of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen. Oh, no. 1.5 out of 4. 1.5? Damn, what a snippet of a review. Now I almost want to read all of Richard's review. That's That's sad. I have you. I'm you sure haven't seen not. this either, right? You haven't. I have gone. not. Okay. We're we're gonna. Don't worry. I'm like like no. We're absolutely Chris. I'm so sorry, dude. This but is like, the this yes, is the part of gonna. our of our Spider Man Fantastic Four series. I guess this is the ah death spoilies spoilies. Oh, I didn't say. They that. don't know we're watching that. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, this, the New York Times says Madam Web is a dud, but it's one that Johnson transcends long before the final credits roll. Okay. So that one ended up being kind of nice. Yeah. They were like, well, I don't want to be mean to Dakota, but this movie sucks. (laughs) Well, most of them seemed to agree. Oh, wow. Washington Post actually gave it a good review. Yeah, but it's the Washington Post. Yeah, it's also it's also good as in two point five out of four. You know, it's like one of those you technically passed, but like, don't throw a party. Uh, Madam Web is no blockbuster, but in its own quiet way, it manages to break down a few barriers. I there, there are some better ones. Let me see. Ah, here we go. Uh, from the Atlantic, also not a real publication, but this one's funny. I almost admire the sheer lack of effort on display in the acting, storytelling, and set pieces. To say that Johnson in particular phoned this performance in would be an insult to Alexander Graham Bell. Oof. I got meaner than, than I remembered. That's a weird, that's a, uh, a, a, a weird quip to me. You just wanted to bring in Alexander Graham Bell, is what that says to me. Yeah. 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 Uh. ABC News. Ah, Peter Travers. Peter Travers, my baby. Come to me. Peter Travers is the uh, all-too-punchy writer who used to write for Rolling Stone. Uh, Good writer. Weird dude. God awful is too wimpy a word for this super diva cash grab that sinks Dakota Johnson in what feels like a random batch of half-baked ideas tossed at the screen and the cynical assumptions that will buy any lazy hack hack work. Hack dash work. That is Spider-Man adjacent. Resist. That's This movie isn't animated, or is it? No, no, it's 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 live it's live action. Oh wow, this is from the the UK Times. Uh, in its sheer mind-boggling awfulness, it represents the death of the superhero genre, the burning of the superhero genre to the ground, and then the returning in the middle of the night to piss on the superhero genre's ashes. Is that a real critic or is that just a person? This is a top critic. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm filtering it. Oh, my God. Um, Hold on. I got to look up a summary of this movie so I can just understand um, 
Like, because I'm curious. I want to read a summary real quick. <laughs> okay. Sam Adams at Slate says, It's a travesty, a disaster, a blight on the history of superheroes and cinema itself. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Not the turn I was expecting. No. Uh, oh, my God. So, hold on. I got to... I yep. gotta ask, since you actually yeah, are on. familiar with the IP, and I uh-huh. am totally not, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. act on behalf of the listeners who might not be, here's a summary yep. of this okay. movie. So, Harrison, tell tell us what is wrong, because I don't, as some, reading a summary, I don't know yeah. that anything's wrong with it, because I'm not familiar yes. with the IP. So, cool. Cassandra Webb is a New York City paramedic who starts to show signs of clairvoyance. Forced to confront revelations about her past, she must protect three young women from a mysterious adversary who wants them dead. So I assume this is supposed to be an origin story for how she becomes the center of the universe? Is that... I'm a little confused if if this character is, is a superhero or... Uh-huh. Are they trying to make this character into a superhero? Because the way I you think... described this character sounds like they're not like a person you would have a story based around. You might use them as like yeah. a framing device for a story yes. if they can see everything, but that's about it. Yes. Okay. Uh, there is a newer version of the character, I think, that made her. She had like an incarnation or some shit that was like young. Like they kind of uh they kind of Dalai Lama did, I guess. Um Okay. But uh, no. None of that like the spider women, these like three girls, none of them are like connected to Madame Webb in any way, uh, origin or otherwise. Uh I have no idea who this adversary person is. That's not a character I'm remotely familiar with. Uh, I don't. I just. I don't think it's based at all on the original Madame Web that I'm familiar with. And also, the weird thing is that uh, the only way that you would know Madame Web two ways: one, you you're a, like a big comic nerd, or you really liked the '90s Spider-Man cartoon, uh, oh, which okay. I did. So there's at least a bit of an awareness of her through that, but like that's not the version of the character they used. It's like, but you had at least a bit of an audience. I mean, like you were saying, this is very much like a background character, but there are at least a slightly larger number of people that would be aware of her through that than may otherwise be the case, but that's not the version they went with, you know? So like they didn't even try to capitalize on any like nostalgia where it's like, there was a very obvious corporate move that you could have done there. Yeah. I'd just be like, hey, remember this? Look, she's in like that costume that you all like, you know? And this one was like, what if she was like young and like kind of cool and like, get me out, drinks Pepsi. <laughs> it is bizarre. Yeah. If you're going to do. I said, get me out instead of hear me out. Oh, I, I I was following, but I, thank you for mm-hmm. correcting um, yep. yourself, you fucking yep. moron. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I watched I watched the latest episode of Drag Race last night, so I still have like a little bit mm. of uh, of the of the queenie tood floating around Very in good. my head. Very um, good. Not a not the best 
it was a snatch game episode. Quick, quick aside tangent about Drag Race. Not my favorite snatch game, but snatch. It was it was good. I mean, snatch game episode tends to be the best of the season or the worst. This time it was neither. It just like floated in between. One of the queens was um, oh fucking what's his face? Uh, God damn it, uh, King of Soul. Um, can't remember right now. Come on. I, I don't does the dances gay icon James Brown um one of the queens was James Brown and she did James a great job. Brown James did Brown. you say gay gay icon yeah James Brown is like one of those he was obviously because of his time it, it's not like he was going around announcing he was gay but it's like it, he was definitely gay it's known at this point but also if you go back and like look at any videos of james brown performing <laughs> or like in an interview it's like oh shit motherfucker's gay <laughs> I, I have never heard this wait no i'm thinking of little richard actually but maybe james brown little gay. richard yes yes <laughs> no okay james brown <laughs> Okay, got it. I, I was like, I, I was thinking of like I, who are old. That's why I had in my head. I was like old uh, performers who were like seminal for like I, funk and soul. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, little Richard. Little Richard, sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but now you have to imagine that I was like cycling. Yeah, you were. James you were. Brown. I had little Richard in my head. I was like, yeah, he's obviously gay. <laughs> And I was thinking James Brown, like pretty, pretty famed, like no. misogynist, and not, not that James you can't be misogynistic, and but like I mean, I'm sure Little Richard was too. But, but well, but also like James Brown had like several sexual assault cases against women. You know, just there's a lot of evidence that yeah, like not doesn't my... support. Uh... Let me walk that one back, listener. Uh... No, I I. <laughs> Uh, it's too early. Oh my god, that's funny. Get on up, indeed. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's get back to the task at hand: shitting on a movie we haven't seen. Um, nah, what, or are we wrapping it up? I'm down to wrap it up. I, I think I, I think the I, way to end this is: why do they keep doing this? Why do they why keep making they, these superhero <laughs> movies? I, it, if they I, honestly, <laughs> I, if you're gonna make more superhero uh, movies and you want them to be yep. original, just yep. just do that. Just so make up a superhero. Like, don't take random IP from these places that you can like stick in to be like a Spider Man, whatever. Just be like, hey, you want a woman spider person? <laughs> Fine. Make that character uh -huh. and write a movie for that character that doesn't well, Chris, have to be like based in all of this deep lore. And I know they've locked themselves that into a corner because it's Marvel. And yeah, yeah, and that character exists and is like in the Spider Verse movies. And... Just not Madam Web. Uh, did she appear? I didn't see the latest live action Spider Man. Did uh did she appear in in that one? The like. Live action mixed universe. Uh, one? There's a version of her, but also doesn't particularly follow any. Like I want to say good? that the I wanted to see it because Doc Ock appears. Spider Verse? No, no, no. The the live action thing, not not the animated ones. Uh, 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 Far from Home. 
the yeah whatever the live action one is where universes collide the live action oh and and, oh 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 oh, and uh um um oh my god what is what is doc ock's name what is what is what alfred molina alfred molina is in that one it's great actor i like him fine but he's not as good as his original doc ock with toby no 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 i think that's one of the best spider-man movies a hundred percent. No, no, no. It is. It is. Sorry. Excuse me. It is the best Spider-Man. Spider-Man movie. Two. I fucks. think it's. It's great. I think it's <laughs> one of, if not the best, superhero movie. Yo, but I anyway. honestly might agree with that. I never really thought about it. If we exclude I, Batman really from the conversation. Oop. Yep. Um, Got. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have somewhere to be. What? It was just a phone you alarm. Too important. Good with Chris. Okay, so no, that was Spider Woman. So Madam Web is not in Spider Verse. You should see the animated ones if you haven't. The animated ones are incredible. I have. They they are incredible. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that you were when you were talking about how you hadn't seen Far From Home. I was like, maybe he hasn't seen the animated ones. Now I recall we have spoken about how good the animated ones. If I further recall, I think you actually saw the second one before I did. I don't know. I the second one was good. I didn't I didn't think it was as good mostly because I agree. The I I'm I It's too I long. Re- it's too long and like the novelty of it wasn't there because it was like what made the first Spider-Verse so awesome when you went to see it was like holy shit, I've never seen anything like this. And then sure. the second one was like, well, I have seen something like this because it's the second one. So Yes, <laughs> but it was more of everything. I'll yeah, no, I mean it wasn't bad. I'm not knocking yes, on it, but like we have talked, we have talked about though. How, now I remember we've talked about both how there were some bad side effects of how good the animation was, which is that like, a lot of people got overworked and uh, squeezed. Which, but spoiler is that, anything you ever have seen that's animated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but. It was also it was also we talked about how Gwen is just very, very, very clear. Like I was expecting it to be a subtle reference to transgenderism and it was just like, nah, there aren't many other ways that this could be taken, actually. Sad that they had to sneak it in, but like it's there. It's there. I mean I'm 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 happy with the way they did it given all the context around it. Ooh, okay, listener. Exciting <gasps> yeah! way to wrap up the episode. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the thing that's coming out super soon. Dune What's coming 2. Ah. Uh... Dune Part 2, baby. I am honestly pretty excited, but I am curious to wrap it up because I was talking about this with someone recently, and it was like yep. an interesting point. I have read Dune. And I mm-hmm. think the first movie is fucking amazing if you have read Dune. And part of that is because they do there's a so much if if you haven't read the book, so much so of the much book is other people's thoughts. It is the whole yes. you you get everyone's internal thoughts. Yes. While you're reading Dune, which is hard to imagine writing, but like he does a good job at least in the first book of of doing that. But you can't yeah. do that in a movie. That would just be, nope. you need some, you can have 
maximum like three narrative voices you're gonna follow if you're doing that and even that like it starts to get annoying so like you have to kind of have one or none and they kind of went with the none route for the most part in the movie and are just like you'll figure it out or you'll have read it and you'll know what's happening on screen and i think that's really cool if you have read it because you know, it's a movie. You don't need a wall of text to explain to you what something is. You can see it on screen. But it is True. like, there's a lot of context lost if you're not someone who's read it. But I know a lot of people have seen it and liked it and never read the book. What are your thoughts about that? Because we're heading into, I think the part two is like definitely going to be a more fun watch for people who have not read the book. It's way more action. Right. But right. at the same time, it's like, I, I what I love about what Danny Villeneuve is doing with it is like, it is just so faithful without mm -hmm. being heavy handedly. So it's not like, see, we're doing the thing from the book. It's like just flatly, we're doing the thing from the book and that's yes. it. Like yes. <laughs> so first of all, I, uh, 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 it, it would appear that you have just revealed yourself, sir, uh, as having not seen 1984's Dune. I have not. Which, I assume it's not very good. Elects. I am I am here to tell you that I think that is a Okay. Some context. I just saw it two weekends ago. Oh. In a theater, which is really cool. They they showed it again. I went into it with the same level of of expectations as you which is yeah. that i've heard it's not good i like dune i i so i saw the the new movie part one i loved it then i read the book then i have seen this uh uh 1984's dune david lynch directs and it's oh, massive it's it like it's fucking something about I heard David Lynch, and it's not that I don't think of David Lynch as big. I just don't think of him as directing something as big as, like, The Avengers, where it's like some of the set pieces are like, holy shit! There's yeah. Like, there's, like, 80 people on screen right now. Like, this is fucking bonkers. Yeah, uh, like, David Lynch may, does make big movies, but they're so weird that, like, you forget. Well, and, and, they're, this not, is and they're not traditional big. Like, Dune is, like, an epic and I yes. see what you, yeah, I know what you mean. Because, like, I mean, Mulholland Drive, for example, is, like, a huge movie. Uh, and there yeah. are scenes with, like, a shit ton of people in them. But they're not, like, massive war, planetary shifting right, right, shit. Right, right, right. They're not people that have to all be costumed in the zaniest shit you've ever seen while stuff is blowing up in the background and they're in the middle of the desert. And, like, uh, Chris, I loved it, man. Wow. I, I I expected, I expected to, because I had heard it's not good, right? Like, that's mm -hmm. all I knew about it was that, like, I had heard that people didn't like it. So I was like, ah, whatever. Then I was like, maybe it'll be fun, because maybe it'll be, like, either really bad, in which case it'll be fun to, to kind of see how bad it is, or it's a thing that, like, come on, it's not that bad. But never in my wildest dreams did I expect to, like, genuinely and thoroughly enjoy it. Because, like, it's David Lynch. So there are things that he homes in on that you're like, 
You fucking madman! Why did you devote this much time to making this thing look exactly as described? Like, it, it, it just... <laughs> Like very and very Cronenbergy, you know, very mm. grotesque in a lot of like appropriate ways. Like Duke but you Harkonnen think very is just faithful to the book too, and and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, it is faithful to the book in tone. Uh, in the first, maybe it's it's a it's a short movie. Okay, so also Lynch himself kind of disavows the theatrical cut because. He wanted it to be a three-hour epic, which is totally understandable. It's fun. I mean, my God, it's yeah, it's fucking huge. Like it, they chopped it down to two hours and seventeen minutes. I believe it is the best possible adaptation you could do of Dune in two hours and seventeen minutes. Does that mean that it has to take some drastic liberties, particularly towards the end? Absolutely. Because we have to skip some shit so that we can even get to the end. And this, and this movie is, is the whole book. It's not like a part one, it's part the, two. No, it's the whole damn book in, wow. in 217. And it still manages to get a lot of shit like damn near verbatim. And like how do some they of handle the... the narration out of curiosity? Like how do they handle... How do they handle explaining things that in the book are explained by the author and like in the new dude movie are not explained? They are like on screen. The function becomes clear because you're seeing it, but you don't get like what it is and the lore and its history and like the deep context <laughs> about like everything that that one particular tool Chris, is. <laughs> Chris, that's the best part. They don't. <laughs> so it's the so, same as the so new dude movie in that watch, respect. Yeah. Okay. Except like a lot, like you watch a, a, a helmsman fold space time and they don't tell you what's happening. So I know what's happening because I'm familiar with Dune, but to anyone else, you're like, what the fuck is this fetus doing suspended in space-time? Like, <laughs> in going into this black hole. Like, it's a hilariously accurate representation of the utter zany nonsense that the book describes. But again, it doesn't give you the why, you know? So, like, it just shows it. And I, oh, <laughs> oh, it's it's fantastic. Well, the, all right. The, well, listener, the that's guildsmen's your look amazing. <laughs> Everything looks amazing. That's another thing. Is that it's just like it's it's a visual feast. It's 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 fascinating to look at. So like even if you are the top two complaints that it gets right and why it's considered not for anyone is because it has wild shit that you cannot understand. <laughs> Unless you've read the book. But it pisses people who are diehards of the book off because it has to skip and condense and like wrap. Like it, it wraps up very neatly in a way that the book doesn't. Gotcha. Where it's just like, here's your Messiah. Everything's fine. Yay. You know, in, in, oh, in, in a man. way that's just like, that's not like really what happened. But fucking fine. It's two hours and 17 yeah. minutes. 
That's as close to Dune as you could have possibly fucking got. I am curious it's how good. they're gonna handle you watch it. the ending for part two. Now that they're like doing it, I because I wonder. I think they're gonna do some of Messiah. They have to. I mean, at this I point. I feel like you could end it. I think you could totally end it the way the book ends because it's sure it like leaves. The way it ends is enough to be it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to read past the first book of Dune. You can be satisfied no. with that. Yes. But yes. there is more material. There's a lot more material. So if they, if the movie is like another massive success and the studio's like, <laughs> give us a third, baby. Like they yeah. totally, I feel like it would behoove them to leave, to end it the way the book ends it in this, in this new movie. That's true. Because That's it leaves true. that door open where it's like, you don't have to do this again, but if you want to, you could. Well, and I also, uh, that's a really good point. And it's also a safer investment for the studio because after the first Dune book, each of the successive, uh, what are there, five other yeah, ones in there the There are two other Frank, ones that are like, key if you're gonna think of the series like in terms of like if you're gonna re- read them i would say like the first three are the ones to read that and pertain like, to paul yeah and particular. then the rest is just yeah. like we're getting into deep lore crap <laughs> <laughs> we are doing the full scope of Bene Gesserit shit buckle up <laughs> I was this is gonna case... take centuries. <laughs> well, actually, let's wrap this up because my battery is about to die. But nah, check right, out right, Dune. Right. Love you. Check listener. out all of Dune. <laughs> uh, it's on. I believe it's on HBO. Uh, David Lynch's version. So. Oh, I think the new one is too, though. <laughs> so Watch check them both it all, out. Read it all. Do it all. Bye.